glass of water will wake you up faster than a cup of coffee. You're going to have better uh, balanced hormones. You're going to be able to sleep better. You're going to have more energy. Your skin's going to clear up. Your hair and nails are going to grow. You're going to be less hungry. You're going to have, it's, you're just going to feel fantastic if you start drinking your water. Is it hard? Yes. Uh, being fat is hard too. Asking for the seatbelt extender is hard too. And so, yeah, you just got to pick which hard you want to deal with because they're all freaking hard. You're, you ain't getting out of hard. So are you peeing all the time? At first you are, you're gonna get used to it. So suck it up, start drinking your water. It's so easy. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so grateful that we get this time together. Now, you heard from my special friend, Christy Code Red, in the intro. And in this special episode, we're going to have a deep conversation about money mindset and getting healthy because I think both are suffering. So if you do not know Christy Code Red, I think of her as the Jen Sincero of weight loss. Jen Sincero wrote, uh, you are a badass. And Christy Code Red is really tongue in cheek. She tells you like it is. And she has an amazing story. So she has helped thousands of people lose, I don't know, I can't even remember how much weight. She shares it in the podcast. It is a lot of weight. They have dropped hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And they do it through her simple program of just getting more sleep, drinking more water, and eating more nutritious food. Now, what's really remarkable about Christy is she was on food stamps. She was not always rolling in the dough and she did not have a $10 million business from the get-go. In fact, it was just the opposite. And she talks a lot about how she had to get her head in the right space in order to make that money come in. So in this really raw, unfiltered interview, you get to hear everything. Super. So I am here with the amazing Christy Nichols, and uh, I'm just going to jump right in and ask you to share your backstory about how you got to where you're at right now, because you run a multi-million dollar company now, but that's not, wasn't always the case, right? Oh, you are not kidding. And thank you for having me on your people, your audience. That's my people. Those are my people. And this is, I am so excited to be talking to you guys right now. Um, you know, yeah, I, I am an Idaho farm girl. I was raised on a, a big farm in, in the mountains of northern Idaho. Um, my dad was a local sheriff and a local minister. I'm going to talk about a fishbowl life. Uh, my mom worked for minimum wage and the three, three girls to, to feed and to raise. And all the extra money that they had, which wasn't much, went into our family farm. So we were raised pretty poor. And there was just no money. And I think back like where I am now, and I was like, was I always this way? I, I think I was because in, in, you know, the way we were raised is like, if you want something, you got to find a way to make it work. You got to find your own gas money. You got to find, you got to buy your own car. You got to buy your own basketball shoes or whatever you want. You've got to earn and find a way to get. And so I bought my first horse. Of course, my earliest memory is loving horses. I bought my first horse at the age of, of nine or 10 years old, where I made $50 monthly payments to our neighbor. And I bought this horse for $500 at such a young age. So I had to work in order to earn the money. And that was back in 1986. And so, you know, that was a lot of money back then. 
So when I grew up and I left home and I wanted to go to college, uh, there was just, again, there was just no money. So my parents could not help us with anything. Uh, we didn't get help with college. We didn't get help with insurance uh, for our car. We didn't get help with anything. So I was waiting tables and bartending, trying to put myself through nursing school. And I, uh, I was taking a boxing class at a local YMCA. And so I'm, I'm boxing like this, you know, and, and all of a sudden, uh, this guy was watching me through the window. I've never taken a boxing class. I don't know anything about boxing. And so uh, the little, the guy was watching me and he comes in there in between rounds and he said, how long have you been boxing? And I said, 44 minutes. And he goes, what? He said, you have a propensity for boxing. He said, you know, you should fight professionally. And I was like, pal, I'm going, I put myself through nursing school. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about boxing. I'm not interested in this. I, whatever, pal. And he said, you could earn money. And I was like, okay. Cause okay. I'm not just scraping, <laughs> scraping to get by. And so I started fighting literally for $500 a fight. And I was fighting for my dinner. So I started fighting, had no idea that boxing was going to be as big as it was for me. I was end up being the, the second, uh, the second most dangerous females on the female on the planet. I, uh, I had 15 pro fights, eight, eight, uh, eight knockouts. I had two titles. I fought all over the world and that's how I really got, that's how I really got started. And, and the problem with that was I started to get, I started to get fat and the, and I didn't even like, I was taught in college, like, you just need to exercise more. That's how you, and I'm exercising. I mean, I'm training as a professional fighter three to five hours a day. I can't exercise anymore. Why am I getting fat? This doesn't make any sense. Well, I finally started doing my research, figured that I found out that everything I learned was wrong and that, and that exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. I changed my diet. I lost the weight. And that's when I started Code Red because then I realized that exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. That means if you're in a wheelchair or you're missing a leg or you got a bum back, you can still lose weight. And so that's how I really got started with Code Red. But, it, but the it way was... you worded it when I heard you on stage was different than that. Yeah. You said, well, I got to go ahead. I was trying to think of the part that I said, um, I bought shoving crap in my pie hole. Is that yes. what I, yes, <laughs> I did. I, I, when I realized it was the bull crap food I was shoving in my pie hole, that was what was making me fat. And it didn't matter how much I exercised because I was going to blow out a knee if I tried try to move more. Like, I mean, it's yeah. just like, well, I couldn't get away with the crap that I thought I could. And I was just like, and I was miserable when I ate that kind of food. And I just did not know that that was the problem. So that's how I kind of got to where I created Code Red. But uh, I was broke when I first created Code Red. I mean, I was, it was not pretty. So let me recap. Okay. So you're learning how to uh, be a boxer, but you're not losing weight. You wanted to lose the weight. You wanted the body to go with it. Were you weighing in for boxing? Oh yeah. This was, this was several years through my career. It was just like towards the end of my career, I started getting heavy and it didn't make any sense to me. Oh, so right. during my whole boxing career, I was always on weight at 154. Yeah. So then uh, you created this code red lifestyle and, uh, and it just took off. It no. didn't just take off. I, um, I had a, no, I was on Idaho state food stamps because I had no, I had no, uh, I, I had a really great program. I know how to get weight off people and nobody's better at getting weight off people than me, but I did not understand how to monetize. I didn't even know what the word monetize meant. I, I just was, cause I was never taught that I didn't, my parents said, no, I don't know anything about running a business. I know how to get weight off people. So I was sitting in an office 
uh, downtown Boise, just waiting for people to come in. And I was so broke. So when Natasha came into my life, uh, she came into my life for weight loss and she lost 55 pounds in five months. And then she said to me about a month in, she said, you're, this is incredible. I've never felt anything like this. I feel tremendous. And I'm eating real food, drinking water and sleeping. The whole world needs to hear this message, but you're doing it wrong, Christy. And I, I said, oh, and so she helped me restructure Code Red. I made my first million the first year. And in three and a half years in, I went from food stamps to 10 million. It was an incredible growth. Yes. So it okay. was not always like this. Wow. That is amazing. And here's the part I like about it. It's, it's like you were the expert in your field doing what you love, yet it's that marketing message. It's that sales message that who cares how good you can do it if you can't make that impact and that's what you need. And uh, I, I think a lot of people misunderstand the importance of that sales and marketing. I love my business if I didn't have to sell, right? <laughs> right. And to sell is to serve. And so people have got to, yes. entrepreneurs, they, they, they just got to get, they've got, a, the, the problem with entrepreneurs among many things is that they, they might have a good product, but they don't have the right methods. They might have the right methods, but their product kind of sucks. You got to get your ducks in a row. And that's why you need a business coach. You need someone to help you line it all up and push it forward because hard work ain't enough. You know, well, I'm a hard worker, but you're broke, Christy. Yeah. You're broke. You know, it doesn't matter if you're sitting in that office chair for 10 hours a day. It wasn't, I wasn't making any money. So a lot of things had to, um, you know, a lot of things had to happen in order for it to, in order for it to take off the way it did. So uh, let's, I, I want to get into some advice that you have fitness wise and health wise, but first I want to still talk about uh, the abundance and the money and all that. Uh, when it came in, did you turn into an evil person? <laughs> No, no, no. And, and, and that's funny because um, I had a lot of money mindset work to do because I was raised with a very lack mentality. Mm -hmm. My parents raised us the way that like, well, you just get what you get and you don't throw a fit. That was always just kind of, and, and you just, you know, that's just the way you're just going to work hard all your life. And you're just going to scrape to get by because that's what I was raised with. They didn't know any different. Their parents didn't know any different. And I didn't know any different. So I had this very poor person mentality. So when the money started rolling in, I, it wasn't that I turned into a jerk. I, I just didn't understand. I always would, thought I was broke. And so I had to do counseling. I had to, my husband is a multimillionaire and he's, uh, and, and retired in his forties and he's, and I started watching him. I was like, boy, I want to be like him. I want to, I want to be, he just has such a great outlook on money. And so I started to mimic how he treated the way he talked, the way he acted around it, the way he handled me. I mean, I, and I could never learn the, the trading and I, I wasn't interested in, in, in the, the stocks and the stuff, the way that, you know, his investment, I didn't care. It was his mentality about it. You know, he doesn't act like a jerk, but the guy could buy anything he wants. And so I started mimicking him and I started hanging out with people who were richer than me. And I started just trying to mimic what they were doing. Why, why are they, they don't act like jerks, but they act like there's no lack in their life. And so I started doing a lot of money mindset work and that really helped a lot. And now I do not, I have, I have done a complete 180 from the way that I was raised and uh, I don't ever look back. I mean, it was, it's, it's a real shift for me. So if somebody is listening to this going, okay, what's the one thing, what's the one thing I need to know? Because I uh, produced an app that is a gratitude app. And I feel like when you, focus on all the things working out for you 
that's also focusing on all the abundance rather than the lack in life. Uh, what would you say is what's a big pendulum shift in your life when in which area that just the money the money mindset yeah yeah just or the right there were so that, many shifts yeah right well yeah right because <laughs> i think it's all intertwined with your your health and what you eat what you put in your body sure as far as the money mindset shift um i don't know if there was one big thing i mean nothing sticks out in my mind right now but um uh realizing that i was um, that my, Natasha said to me, if you want to mil make millions and reach millions, you're going to have to get your mindset right and start acting like, uh, you stop, stop, stop acting like a poor person. And so that was what it was. It didn't matter how much money I had. I was acting like a poor person. So that was one big shift. I mean, I realizing I had a problem mm. was a big shift. Uh, realizing I didn't want to be like my folks as far as that lack mentality was a big shift. I mean, I had to realize it first and then I had to get help which was seeking out people that I wanted to be like and started to mimic and learn from their mannerisms and their, the way that they spoke about money and, and the way that they acted around it and the way that they, they would just kind of, oh, maybe, you know, like my husband, we were going to go buy a, a sports car and he, and, and of course, when you finally have money and I'm like, I, I have money to pay for a car. Let's get one today. And he would say, <laughs> oh, let's just, let's wait, let's be calm. And, and it's really hard for a poor farm girl who's got 60 grand that can spend on it on a car and a sports car. Um, and I would just like, let's go out today. Well, um, you just, you, you almost want to just like, you know, like you, you take sugar away from a kid and then you all of a sudden give them sugar. They're going to just eat the whole, you know, the whole candy store. Right. So I, I wanted to really rush into it. And um, so learning to just to, to that the money's going to be there tomorrow and that we can take our time buying a sports car. Or we can take our time booking a vacation. And so I had to, I had to, learn from people who were already had it nailed. Yeah. And I like that. Stop acting like a poor person because uh, somebody once told me that if you are spending a little like on coaching, then people are going to spend a little on your product, whatever you're putting out there, you're going to get back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, uh, you hit the nail on the head, just hands down because especially during the time of people pulling back, I think that the, mm. the reason that Code Red has been able to thrive during this recession, during this uh, contraction that we're in, during this fear, this anxiety that we're in, I think a lot of people can, they, they pull back and they, whoa, man, I, I did not pull back. I was leaning in. I was pouring into the market, pouring into my ads, doubling my ads, doubling, doubling my effort, doubling my content. I refuse to let to let something make make me afraid and make me hold back i am pressing in and i i think that that is what makes code red and what makes me so successful is because during the times where you might be afraid uh and you want you might want to just be a little cautious uh i do believe in wisdom and i believe in wise counsel and so i do consult with my business coaches but i'm not going to be afraid and i did i did press in when everybody else was contracting that's, I love that. I love that. Huge advice there from somebody who, and I always say, get your advice from somebody who's been down the path, not somebody who <laughs> like is scared of going there. So super awesome. Thank you, Christy. Now I want to pivot a little bit and, uh, you know, we're all sitting at home eating junk food right now and, uh, you know, drinking extra. I think wine sales are up. Um, so give us some advice. Like, I know it's hard. I, it's in the cupboards. It's hard. So 
But before you think that I'm all that, I got to tell you guys, um, about six weeks ago, when all this kind of really hit and um, a couple of my real big events were canceled, I had a really big one in Dallas that I was really excited about, had been working a long time on, hundreds of people coming out. It was going to be a big money maker. I mean, it was just, I, when that was canceled, I spiraled as well. So before you guys think that, well, Christy's got this, Christy doesn't got this. I spiraled. I don't even battle depression. I spiraled down. I spent three days in bed eating crap and, and not taking care of myself and crying and, and feeling sorry for myself. So I had to pull myself out of that pit of despair as well. Now, my pit of despair might only be two or three days, and it might just only involve maybe just a, a half a bagel. But your pit of despair might be a whole year or 10 years, you know. So, uh, but I have felt what you guys are feeling. And the, the anxiety, the sadness, the frustration is real. It's okay to feel this way. It, we are all feeling this way. You are not alone. We get it. A lot, some people more than others, if you're having to lay off employees and file for bankruptcy. So, and then others, you know, so I actually get that. Now, having said that right now, before uh, now more than ever, you've got to lean into your routines. You've got to be strict with yourself. You've got to make sure hands down that you hit that water amount every single day. You've got to get your sleep. And what has exposed what this is, this virus has exposed in my life is my bull crap excuses. My I don't have time excuses because none of us can say that now. Well, I ain't got time to, to paint the kids' room. Oh, baloney, you got time on your hands. You know, I don't have time to weed the garden. I don't have time to, uh, to uh, whatever. And, and that's really exposed a lot. And I'm really glad that it did because it really, so you can absolutely do this. You can do this. You don't, you, you, you're not going anywhere. You don't have little Johnny's ballet and, and, and little Sally's soccer. And you don't have those things pulling you in every which direction. So you got to pull yourself out of this pit of despair. You have to get the junk food out of the house. It goes to your neighbor, John, or it goes in the garbage. And you've got to start drinking your water and sleeping. You don't have a choice or you're really going to be. And I, I was pressing. I was really uh, hammering this home six weeks ago saying, please, guys, do not gain the weight. Do not gain the weight. And now I'm going, okay, you gained the weight. Now let's get it back <laughs> off. You know, so. I, you know, maybe you fell into that or maybe you stayed strong. I don't know, but there is hope for you. There is hope for you, but you've got to get the crap out of your house. That's job one. Okay. Get the crap out of your house. Ooh, that's a tough one. Cause people will just go, ah, right. Okay. But we'll deal with that one. Um, I want to talk about the water though. Uh, I have a, I think it's a gallon jug that I drink. Some people will kick back. That's way too much. Some people are like, oh, you got to do two, right? So let's debunk. What is it? What is it? What do we drink? The first thing you said is you said, I think it's a gallon jug, which means you're not really even sure. So mm -hmm. what gets measured gets managed. Uh, and and you got to pay attention, you as in the global you, all of us, we all have got to pay attention to the crap that we're putting in our pie hole. And so when it comes to water, water is the second biggest rule in weight loss. Sleep is number one, water is number two. Mm -hmm. And Staying properly hydrated is key. And so it is across the board, I can make a blanket statement, and I've done this on national television, that a gallon of water a day is pretty much safe for everybody that's listening to me. That's the amount that I drink. This is a half gallon. I drink two of these a day. And that's across the board. And people want to give me the da, 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 about water. Oh, but you drink in a pot of coffee, a bottle of wine, two Red Bulls and a caramel macchiato. If you truly cut out the other bull crap that you are putting, that you're drinking, and you just switch it to straight, just yummy water, 
then you're going to be able to get it, get it down. You're going to notice you're going to have more, uh, better energy because actually studies have proven that a glass of water will wake you up faster than a cup of coffee. You're going to have better uh, balanced hormones. You're going to be able to sleep better. You're going to have more energy. Your skin's going to clear up. Your hair and nails are going to grow. You're going to be less hungry. You're going to have, it's, you're just going to feel fantastic if you start drinking your water. Is it hard? Yes. Uh, being fat is hard too. Asking for the seatbelt yeah. extender is hard too. And so, yeah, you just got to pick which hard you want to deal with because they're all freaking hard. You ain't, you ain't getting out of hard. So are you peeing all the time? At first you are. You're going to get used to it. So suck it up. Start drinking your water. It's so easy. Yeah. And the payoffs are huge. When I started drinking water, I was surprised. Just the quality of sleep, the, the clear skin, the energy, all, all, all the things that Christy is saying is absolutely true. So, um, okay. So a gallon of water. Now let's talk about sleep. And, uh, yeah, the sleep is, is one that is overlooked and I can't believe it is. It is the number one biggest rule in weight loss and good health. And the reason is a body senses a lack of sleep as stress and will hang on to body fat as a way to protect you. It is not mad at you. It is just protecting you. You can't reason with your body and say, body, I don't know why you're up two pounds this morning. My dad was in the hospital last night. And the body goes, oh, sorry about that. Here, I'll let you have those two pounds. Look, it doesn't know why you're stressed. If you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger or you're, being, or you're stuck in traffic, your dad's in the hospital. It just knows you ain't sleeping, you ain't losing. That's what we say on Code Red. And so you got to get at least seven hours of sleep a night. Studies have proven this. They've taken a group of lab rats. They had eight lab rats. Half of the group, they implanted tumors in all of them. Half of the group, they allowed to sleep through the night. Half of the group, they woke up every two hours. The group that was woken up every two hours, the tumors grew so big that the rats could no longer walk, and that was in three weeks. The, the group of rats that were allowed to sleep, there was no change in tumor size. Everybody knows, shorten your sleep, shorten your life. And my mom's out there, got this mommy martyr bullcrap attitude, like it's a badge of honor to lose sleep if you're just checking in on your kids 16 times a night. It's a, or it's, it's good. And I don't know how you guys feel about co-sleeping, but if you've got a two-year-old's foot in your rib cage halfway through the night, you've got kids and pets in the bed, you, 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 can't, you can't sleep. If you've got a spouse who's snoring, you can't sleep. You've got to be militant about your sleep. Mm. A cool, dark room. You want to have blue, a blue light blocking glasses before bed. If you're going to watch a nature show before bed or something, you know, mm. you've got to have, you've got to make sure that blackout curtains, you've got to, maybe you need a sleeping pill. Maybe you need it quiet. Maybe you need a box fan protect your sleep. And we don't do that enough. Yeah. Right. I'll sleep when I'm dead. It's like, mm. there's so many benefits. In fact, I should do a podcast just about sleep. Um, so now I want to pivot. You know, like we've already heard some really great wisdom from you and uh, now I want to pivot. And I just want to hear some success stories of people that you worked with. You mentioned one, but let's hear a few more. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, uh, well, yeah. we have uh, on our custom, on our Code Red program, on our custom programs, when and somebody when somebody loses 100 pounds, they get a crystal engraved trophy. And so we have, uh, we give, we send out three to four of those crystal engraved trophies a week. And so it is, people are losing a lot of weight. Our record holder right now, she's lost 200 pounds. I just interviewed her last week. She's lost 200 pounds on Code Red. Uh, and our, that's the female record holder. Our male record holder is 240 pounds. Uh, and he's a guy that lives in Idaho and, uh, it's just incredible. And so we have, we have, we feature somebody every day with a new success story. And like Marley Baird or Marley Jacks is spoke at FHL in, uh, in mm -hmm. 2000 yep. uh, 20, yeah, whichever year I'm, I'm getting my years mixed up. 
the earlier this year. And she, uh, she lost 25 pounds on my program. So not everybody needs to lose 115 pounds. Some people don't even need to lose any weight, but it's not, it's not just the weight loss. It is the, the fact that you, that you feel better, that you have more confidence, that you have more energy, you have more intimacy with your spouse, that your, your, your hands don't hurt every time you open up a jar that you, you know, that you, uh, are sleeping better, that your hormones are less hot flashes. I mean, all the benefits to taking your life back. And so we like to feature somebody new every day that has a different, uh, something different. It's not just a weight loss, but maybe uh, psoriatic arthritis went away or, you know, like different things have happened. When you change your diet, your whole body heals. When you quit poisoning yourself and you stick with real food, water, and sleep, your whole body can shine for you. So we feature a new person every day. It's just hundreds of thousands of people. It's absolutely incredible success stories. So uh, share again, how does this work with you then? Is it a, a meal replacement program? Is it uh, special meals that you get in the mail or what is it? How does it work? So uh, my clients lose 10% of their body weight every month without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise. So what do, the, what do you eat, Christy? Well, we eat real food, we drink water, we sleep. The whole Code Red is based on those three foundational values. So when I say real food, I'm talking about meat, vegetables, nuts, eggs, seeds, seafoods, and fat. And so a typical breakfast might be eggs and bacon, or a typical dinner might be um, a steak and asparagus, uh, cream cheese, cottage cheese. Uh, you know, like we eat the whole egg, not just the egg whites, like we've been brainwashed into belief. And so we eat a high fat diet, but we mitigate, we take the sugar out, we take the grains out, and then we mitigate high levels of carbohydrates. We get our carbohydrates from vegetables. So it's real food. And you can have it whether you're at a cafe in Hong Kong or a greasy truck stop in a Des Moines, Iowa. You can find food to eat anywhere. And we want people to think critically. So the way people start on Code Red is they get started in a 10-pound takedown challenge which is why I was asked to speak at FHL because I'm one of the only, I'm one of the most successful people that could have ever run a challenge ever. And I was trying to teach that model to the other people attending. And so people enter our $47 challenge. They can lose at least 10 pounds in 30 days following a very basic, simple program. I come live to them every day and then they can dip their toe into lifestyle and see if it's for you. Of course, we think the proper human diet is for everybody. However, is Christy the right person for you is what you want to decide. Cause I have a very tough love approach and I don't take crap off anybody. Yeah. Which is what I love about you. And uh, by the way, she has a podcast. So if you are loving this, uh, definitely check out the code red podcast and I'll put all the links and the 10 pound takedown and everything in the show notes. Um, so uh, by the way, Marley Jacks wanted to know who your favorite business BFF was. <laughs> <laughs> was it if you say your sister? <laughs> yeah, no. And I wouldn't say my sister. I would actually really would say her. I come to her for everything. I mean, I, I, I'll come to her for all. And she has the answer to everything. And if she doesn't, right? she's like, stand by. I'll get right back to you. So uh, she's a good one to have. I've got her on the payroll. And that was the best move I ever made. And again, this is that abundance mindset, hire the right people. Don't try and do it all yourself, which I think mm -hmm. is super huge. So uh, one last thing I wanna talk about, and that is uh, just the US and the uh, pandemic, the COVID and how people are saying that because of our obesity issues, that's why we're seeing more cases. And I would just love to hear your perspective on this. That is the common denominator across the board that we're seeing is the obesity is the problem with most people that are on ventilators in the ICU. Obesity is the common denominator. So 
I think we're barking up the wrong tree when we're putting so much uh, emphasis on vaccine, 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 when we've got a 43% effective rate, when we should, we should shift a little bit and, and say, all right, how can we not be a susceptible host? I don't want to be a susceptible host and I don't want to bring it home to my high risk dad, you know? And so to, in order to be a, to not be a susceptible host, we've got to make sure we strengthen our soldiers, which are also known as our white blood cells and our immune system. My shoulders, I mean, I, my, my soldiers are, I'm a hardy girl. I mean, it would take a lie. I haven't been sick probably six years. And um, so the biggest thing is sleep. You run yourself down to sleep, you're going to run down your body. I mean, after a big event, you know, we have hundred, we have these big code red events and they last for days. And it, and after I spoke at FHL, that was another one. I got sick afterwards because I ran too low on sleep. I didn't drink enough water and I probably put something in my mouth that didn't belong there. So the really, the and it, people say, well, that's just too good. That's just sounds so simple. Real, re, eating real food, not beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, Domino's pizza. Yeah. Hey, uh, can I get a large kids? What do you want? You know, no guys, that crap is not doing your health for the better. So cut that crap out, cut the sugar out. It wears you down. So real food, water and sleep. Again, we always circle back around to that because that's, what's going to make you be a not non-susceptible host. So we just want to, we want to cut, we want to cut the problem out before it even becomes a problem. I love that. It's so true. Um, having dealt with obesity in my own life and finally waking up and it's a slippery slope. You know, you're like that sugar is super addictive. So, um, all those foods are, uh, Christy, you are a blessing. I appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing all of this. And guys, I highly recommend, especially now that we have been in isolation and eating, putting crap in our pie holes. Uh, now's the time to get into the 10 pound takedown. Is there any last words you want to share with anybody uh, who's listening? Yeah. I just want to say to those of you guys, uh, we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to me right now. And let me remind you that there was something that you were put on this earth to do. You were created for something. What is that? Because a lot of you guys that have kids, you know, you had dreams, you had goals, you had your own personality, you had your own life long before your husband and your, your spouse and your kids came along. But you have lost touch with that. There, there's something that's burning down deep in your soul and you've ignored it. And the time is now. Stop ignoring that. That's got to come out. Let it rise up in you and show up for what you were created to do. The world needs you to show up and show out. The world needs to hear what you have to say. But you just go through the motions of your, of your everyday life taking care of everybody else. If, if you've got a side hustle, if you're a dental hygienist and you've got a side hustle of some, some Rodan and Fields skincare, or you've got a side hustle of, 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 of being a seamstress on the side, like that can be your regular gig if you truly wanted to. So stop with your bullcrap excuses of, I ain't got time. Yes, you do. You know, create a little bit of content. Doesn't matter if you hold your phone up and say, hey guys, want to show you about the new foundation we have with Mary Kay. You know, pick this up, DM me right now and I'll get it in the mail to you tomorrow morning. You can do both. You can do what you are dreaming about, but it's going to take you stopping with your own bullcrap excuses and showing up for the world. All of us need you. We all need you and you do have it in you. So show up for the world. Let your message be heard. We all need to hear that. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, 
Be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.